Hi, I'm Steve Thompson, the other Steve, and today we're going to read out of Luke chapter 5, verses 1 through 11. One day, as Jesus was preaching on the shore of the Sea of Galilee, great crowds pressed in on him to listen to the word of God. He noticed two empty boats at the water's edge, for the fishermen had left them and were washing their nets. Stepping into one of the boats, Jesus asked Simon, its owner, to push it out into the water. So he sat in the boat and taught the crowds from there. When he had finished speaking, he said to Simon, Now go out where it's deeper and let down your nets to catch some fish. Master, Simon replied, we worked hard all night last night and didn't catch a thing. And right now I'm imagining a big old pregnant pause as Jesus and Peter just stare at each other. And then Peter finally chimes in again with, but if you say so, I'll let the nets down again. And this time, their nets were so full of fish, they began to tear. A shout for help brought their partners in the other boat, and soon both boats were filled with fish and on the verge of sinking. When Simon Peter realized what had happened, he fell to his knees before Jesus and said, Oh Lord, please leave me. I am too much of a sinner to be around you. For he was awestruck by the number of fish they had caught, as were the others with him. His partners, James and John, the sons of Zebedee, were also amazed. Jesus replied to Simon, Don't be afraid. From now on, you'll be fishing for people. And as soon as they landed, they left everything and followed Jesus. Do you remember that first time in your life when you realized that there was something really desperately wrong in your life? Maybe you just felt tremendous shame or guilt. It was probably the first time you got caught doing something. I certainly remember the first time I got caught in a lie, or later when I had to confess doing something wrong. Just that tremendous weight of guilt and just feeling dirty. And you had rationalized it up until that point. You had somehow talked yourself into doing something you knew was wrong, but the motivation to do it was so much greater that you probably just reasoned, you know what, no one's going to find out, or just this once. But then you got caught in your lie, and you're mortified, you're embarrassed, you're ashamed. Do you remember what the consequences were? I don't know, maybe you got away with just a slap on the wrist and it, it wasn't that big of a deal. Or maybe you went through hell as a result of that one bad decision or, or a series of bad decisions. Peter had that kind of a moment right then and there. Only he hadn't been caught doing anything wrong. He was just going about his day and all of a sudden he became aware of exactly who he was and who it was that he had been trying to help out. See, there's Jesus wandering around the countryside just like any other Jewish sage or rabbi had done in that day. And he was probably pretty good because there was a ton of people crowding around him to hear him teach. And Jesus starts off by asking Peter to do something pretty simple. And he was glad to help. Can I use your boat to just come out here and, and teach from? And he was glad to let him use his boat as a platform to walk it out there. Maybe he was holding it for him. But then he asked him 
something that would inconvenience him, something that was going to take work, and it made no sense. All the fishermen probably just rolled their eyes at this request, at this rabbi asking them to do their job in a crazy way, but they did it anyway. Now, I have zero idea of how long it takes to get your boats out, get your nets ready, to get everything going again after you've already packed it all up. But as they went through their normal routine, something they did day in, day out, over and over, this was habit. This time they pulled those nets in and they found out quick that it was going to take everybody there to start hauling this catch in. You can imagine the fish just mounded up in the boat and the edges of the boat just barely cresting the surface of the water as they tried to row their boats back into shore. They had just had an economic windfall. They won the lottery that day. I know a lot of us joke, well, kind of, about praying to win the lottery because we promise we're going to give our first 10% to the church or to God somehow. And then, of course, we'll pay off all our debt, and then we'll share with our closest friends and family, and then we'll live high on the hog. I, I mean, we're going to live as frugally as long as we can, maybe look to quit the job. But how they responded was completely different. Instead of rolling around on top of the fish, hugging and kissing them like we would a bed full of cash, Peter drops to his knees and says, Lord, Master, you don't know me. I'm unclean. I'm unholy. You have no idea where I've been and what I've done. Please, you need to leave. You don't want to hang around a guy like me. Actually, I can't be around a guy like you. Lightning will probably strike me down any second now. And I can envision a smirk creeping across Jesus' face. This rabbi who had just broken several laws of nature and was soon going to break the laws of physics pulls Peter up from his knees and he says, This is just the beginning. Only from now on, I want you to come with me and fish for people people like you and your buddies. He saw everything that Peter was. He knew him and he wanted him. He invited him into his life and on mission with him. And as it wrapped up, as soon as they landed, they left everything and followed Jesus. I don't know if they just left the cash laying there in the boats for everyone who happens by to help themselves, like a Brewster's Millions kind of scenario. And I'm sorry about the 80s pop culture reference. You can look it up online later. But, And I don't know if they convinced Jesus to swing by town so that they could uh, wash up a little bit and say goodbye to the wives, the kids, the loved ones. This looks like they just burned the boats like Cortez. Not literally, but... If this didn't work out, they'd have to start from scratch with their business again. They left everything, and they didn't even really need to think about it. I'm just going to leave us with some questions, some questions that I felt like the Holy Spirit was asking me today. And as you go into prayer, think about these questions. Have you ever had an encounter with this Jesus, the one who breaks the laws of nature? Have you ever been completely undone by how terrible you are compared to how amazingly good 
he is. Do you know that when you've gotten there, when you've gotten to that undone spot, that Jesus right then and there loves you, he forgives you, he accepts you, and he invites you to follow him and to join him on his mission. Today, what are you holding on to that's a barrier for that happening right now? What are some things or relationships or habits that you haven't been able to let go of in order to follow him? Spend some time with Jesus right now. Yeah, talk to him, but then stop talking and just listen to what his invitation is to you right now for this day.